Stress is a common experience in today's fast-paced world and can have a significant impact on our mental and physical well-being. Now you may be experiencing this yourself. I'm seeing a lot of this happen at the moment. Managing stress can seem overwhelming in and of itself, but there are effective strategies that can actually help you. In today's episode, I'll share that by adopting these seven strategies for managing overwhelming stress, you can learn to better cope with stress and maintain a healthy work-life balance. Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey listeners, welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners where I share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. I want to welcome you to today's episode and we want to keep promoting the podcast and lifting its visibility to other people. If we all can keep promoting, then the, episode, or the actual podcast can go to number one in the Apple podcast ratings. So if you are listening to this episode on Apple, what I'd like you to do is find the Leadership is Changing podcast as a, a, in general, click on the plus sign up above on the top right hand corner, and you'll see that turn to a click, which means you are now following the podcast itself. Also, I would love you to leave a rating and a review about the show. And if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, because you know it's on most major platforms around the world, then please leave a rating on Spotify. But please note that at this stage, you can't leave an actual review. I would really appreciate it if you can rate the show and leave a review. As I said before, it raises the visibility of the show and then other people will start to see it and other people start to listen to it as well. Okay, let's talk about today's topic of seven effective strategies for managing overwhelming stress. Now, feeling overwhelmed can be a common experience for many people, whether it's due to work or personal life or just daily stress that they're going through. It's important to take steps to really manage and reduce the stress levels as much as we can. And here are some practical steps or strategies, as I call it, that can help you take where you are feeling overwhelmed and help you along that journey. Number one, and there's seven here, so here's number one, is practice self-care. Self-care is really a vital component of managing stress and feeling overwhelmed. Taking care of your physical and mental health is essential in improving overall well-being. Now, if we can incorporate a balanced diet with a variety of fruit and vegetables as well, yep, you heard me, don't forget the fruit and vegetables, and then getting about seven to nine hours sleep each night is really going to help. If you then also incorporate engaging in regular exercise, such as jogging or yoga or weightlifting, depending on what you like to do, that can also help you maintain good health and reduce stress. Listeners, personally, I'm really focusing and upping this one very much, this whole area around practicing 
self-care more, especially when it comes to exercising what I'm eating food-wise. And of course, the other thing is to continually develop myself. In other words, reading. By the time this is, I would have actually finished my sixth book for the year. And, and I'm doing that and I'm loving it and I'm just learning so much. So if you can do that and do exercise, food, sleep well, that's going to really help you. The number two area or strategy is to prioritize tasks. Because you see, one of the primary causes of stress is feeling overwhelmed by tasks. By making a to-do list and then focusing on one task at a time, and if you can avoid multitasking, then it will also help reduce stress. If you can write a daily to-do list and prioritizing tasks based on importance or urgency, that can also help you stay organized and focused. And when you're working on it and you focus on completing it fully and you avoid distractions, the noise that's out there, that can lead to feelings of overwhelm if you're not actually avoiding those distractions. Now, I do this in the morning and evening. I write my to-do list. In fact, I prioritize it and come up with three top things that I want to get done today. And working thoroughly through my to-do list is really important. But if I can identify those three big hitters for the day, then I'm setting up my day for success. And of course, there'll be other areas that I need to focus on too. But really, they're the three big things that I need to get done today. All right, number three is delegate responsibilities. Sharing the workload can be a crucial step in reducing stress and improving your overall well-being. Delegating responsibilities to others, whether it could be a co-worker or family member or hired help. Now, this all can help you focus on what's important and then prevent the feelings of overwhelm. Now, when I say family, it don't mean you need to be like a corporate person and then you're giving instructions, but it's also about asking other people to step in and help you. You see, you don't need to be everything to everybody. The other thing is, I'm going to say to you is this. Others can help you let go. And if you can let go and delegate, that's going to really put you in a good position for sure. Number four is take regular breaks. Now, taking regular, regular breaks to recharge and refocus can help reduce the stress, but it also can increase productivity. Engaging in activities that bring joy to you, such as taking a 10-minute walk or reading a book or practicing mindfulness, you can do that through deep breathing or meditation, but it can help you refocus and feel refreshed. Now, I actually sometimes, between meetings, depending on how much time I've got, is I will take my shoes and socks off and I might go in the backyard if I'm working from home and go and put my feet in the grass. That is going to help me reground. That's going to refresh me. And also, I'm taking a little bit of a break out from working at the desk. Sometimes it might take a quick nap during the day. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just a quick nap to refresh myself. There's an awesome book out there called The Power of Full Engagement. And if it's, it's an oldie, but it's a beauty. And if you haven't already gone and read it, go and check it out. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. And it talks about taking regular breaks. Number five is connect with others. So it's about reaching out for support with your friends, your family, or professional possibly. That can help reduce the feelings of overwhelm. Now, talking to a trusted friend, friend or family member is really important, and maybe even seeking support from a therapist or a counsellor 
or joining a support group that can provide you with an emotional support that you might need to manage your stress. I've engaged counsellors before. They're wonderful people. And it's great just to be able to go and have a conversation with somebody who's got no hidden agenda, no bias. And they will sit and listen. They may give me some a little bit of advice or some help me understand my thoughts. But it's really quite cool. Having a family member beside you or a friend to be able to do that is really important. And so make sure you do engage with others and connect with them and talk about things for you. Number six is practice mindfulness. And you may be hearing about this word mindfulness a lot over the last two or three years, four years. But it's a word that was sort of, it's quite a word that's involving, but it's a word that is actually very, very sort of becoming popular more. Practicing mindfulness is an effective way to manage stress and feel more present in the moment. See, engaging in daily mindfulness meditation, maybe practicing yoga, or taking deep breaths when you're feeling stress, can help you focus on the present moment and reduce the feelings of overwhelm. See, breathing is massive. Because I talk about the ability to breathe, and we're talking about taking big, deep, belly breaths, right? We're not talking about just a quick breath in and out. No, it's a big, deep belly breath, holding for four seconds and releasing probably for eight. Now, the breathing actually helps you get oxygen to the brain, which means that you start to become calm. And the person who's the calmest in the room is the person who's in control. Meditation, if you can do that, that might be just to sort of take time out just to get away from the devices and just listen to yourself or nature or think about nothing. And that's where you can do the breathing as well. I have a client who many years ago I was working with and, you know, this person would do meditation, but they would also do exercise around swimming. And they would do swimming three times a week. But when they're actually in the water doing their laps, they would actually use the black line in the bottom of the pool as part of their mindfulness, but also part of their meditation. Now, what they did is they focused on that black line and that allowed them to empty their mind and stop thinking about work and stressing out and things like that. And so that's what became really important for them. There's something here to note though. They did that three times a week. The weeks that they didn't because they became quite busy and they maybe, maybe only have done one swim or none, week two and week three, I started to see them start to spin or get overwhelmed and maybe lose some control. Now, the important thing here is that if you're going to decide to do something that's going to help you, which you should do, then make sure you do it on a consistent basis because it's always going to help. Every single little piece will actually help in the longer run of things as well. Number seven, seek balance. This is the final one, and it's about finding balance in work, relationships, personal interest, and it's really essential in reducing stress and feeling more in control. If you can make time for hobbies, as an example, or spending quality time with loved ones, maybe setting some boundaries at work. Now, that's a really important one. Because if you can set boundaries and people are asking you to do things, but you know what your boundaries are, then you're going to actually make sure, oh, yeah, I can do it for you. And then next minute, you're one hour, two hours, three hours, staying at, home, at work a lot longer or working. And it's not really, really good. So understand your boundaries. But you know what? It's important to prioritize self-care so you can help achieve that balance and reduce feelings of overwhelm. By prioritizing your self-care 
and what's important to you can once again increase your overall well-being and reduce stress. Now, when we talk about being with a family and friends and others and colleagues and maybe your team and things like that, be present with them. In other words, be fully present. Don't always be on your phone. I do this thing called the ideal, ideal week. So in other words, I understand what my week looks like and, uh, and I see where I'm, what I'm focusing on throughout the week. I can see pretty quickly the areas that I'm spending too much time, which means I'm unbalanced, or the areas that I'm not spending enough time, which means I'm unbalanced. Now, if you're trying to do too much, well, then that's not going to really help. But what the things that I want to focus on that are important to me, if I can work out in my ideal week and start working through them, that means I can then start to focus on the right areas and give attention to all those areas that I want. See, by taking these steps or strategies, what are they again? Number one, practice self-care. Number two, prioritize tasks. Number three, de delegate responsibilities. Number four, take regular breaks. Number five is connect with others. Number six is practice mindfulness. And number seven is seek balance. Now, if you can do all these strategies, the seven of them, then you can help manage the feelings and overwhelm and improve your overall well-being. Now, it's really important to remember here that it's okay to ask for help and to take care of yourself. Really important that you can ask for help and taking care of yourself. Because you see, Listeners, it's really important to understand here that making these small changes can have a big impact on reducing stress and improving overall well-being. Well, here's your call to action this week. What is this? Well, I'm going to give you two things to think about. Number one, your call to action is to think about the seven strategies that I've just shared with you and to sit down with pen and paper and write down those seven strategies and think about what you can do to help reduce your stress and improve your overall well-being. The number two call to action is this. Are you a high-level executive or senior leader feeling unfulfilled in your current role? Are you craving something more but unsure how to make the leap? Well, I'm here to help you. Have you been made redundant? We're seeing a lot of organizations downsizing at the moment. So have you been made redundant? And you're not sure where you want to start or where to, where to go or how to take things forward. Would you like to get clarity on your next step and would you like to step forward with purpose and confidence? Well, I'm here to help you too. You see, with actionable coaching and step-by-step -step approach, we'll help you gain that clarity and the courage that you need to make your next move. Now, that next move could be whether you're looking to disrupt the status quo or simply find a greater purpose and fulfillment it could mean that you're off to go and find another role. You could be in a role today and you're wanting to start a, go into a bigger role, scale, a bigger organization. You could be in a role where you've been made redundant and now you're wanting to go into do something else, another role. Or you could be in a role today and you've been wanting to start a business and be that entrepreneur, but you've been putting it off. Well, we're here to help you because you see our executive coaching will provide you the tools and the guidance to make it happen. So the call to action is this. If this sounds like you, then please feel free to reach out to me and then let's get on a strategy call and discuss what your needs are and how I can help you make that leap. So either on social media or on my email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. 
Okay, listeners, well, that's it for this episode of the Ask Dennis. If it's always a pleasure being with you, thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 